0: Okay, so in the last one I listened over it and like whenever I'm speaking I notice that like you're breathing kind of loudly. This is true. So could you just not? I'll try and not breathe. <laughs> anyway, let's just get this over with. <laughs> so no, it's not uh, true. <laughs> Let me clarify. <laughs> this is the finale. The finale is the last episode ever, guys. No, um. Season finale. Yeah, um, this is the, yeah, the, the end of our 33rd season. I can't believe we made it this far. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, today we're going to have a much looser one. We did it before um, quite a while ago now. Just We, we finished season 30, 32, um, yeah. and we're just going to do like a general wrap-up of the season. Yeah. Obviously, um, I joined late, so I didn't watch the whole season. Yeah. But I will talk about the ones I have watched and rank them. Yeah, whereas, yeah. You're going to rank the whole season. Um, exactly. Yes, yeah. so we're going to give a general some of. A, so I, I'm going to give my whole general some of the of the entire season. So it'll be my top three, my bottom three, as I did before. And Spax is going to give his top three and bottom three as well, but only of like the ones that he has seen in this and season. And I've only watched basically. six. Yeah, so, yeah. So it's it's, it's a perfect yeah. split. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but yeah, we didn't even, didn't even introduce it, guys. Welcome to Dylan and Sebastian I have a Simpsons podcast, a podcast that myself and Sebastian here do to prove to people that I think the later seasons really are worth something. They're good, you know what I, I mean. mean no, yeah. nothing's gonna ever beat the the old seasons because that's the best TV mm-hmm. there is. But it's still oh, worth no, a I watch. certainly it's agree, still good, and it's that's well what I learned from. This season. Yeah, yeah, which I'm glad about. I never gave it a chance. Mm -hmm. Which I'm glad about because my whole point of making this podcast is because every other Simpsons podcast is reviewing the show from the very first episode onwards. My whole point of this podcast was trying to, you know, break that kind of, I don't even myth is the word, but like this kind of um, unresearched opinion people have that the later seasons aren't worth anything. You know what I mean? It's like people just say it because that's a popular thing to say now, but no one really has most people haven't seen any yeah, of them it's certainly all I ever heard yeah or yeah, exactly. I watched new one yeah and look the, 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 there's some merit to that opinion there are some very weak episodes in the later seasons I definitely don't disagree with that but the way people go on about it is like that they're absolute trash and they're completely unwatchable and I definitely don't agree with that I think more people yeah. are will- nowadays people are willing to just write something off for one bad episode oh yeah definitely that too yeah yeah anything one bad yeah, especially movie especially with The Simpsons because I mean of the older ones is, is hard to there's find a high it. standard it's hard to find a dud episode so but even even that though there's still episodes yeah. in the earlier seasons that are weaker than others of course you know what I mean yeah like they, I mean they they, they 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 do 22 sometimes 23 24 episodes a season so it's like it's pretty impossible when you're working at that kind of you know constantly yeah. cramming out another episode that there's not going to be a dud every now and again exactly, yeah. that is impossible I think Um, and they're really one of the only TV shows out that are still doing it's a very old fashioned formula like the way TV TV shows work now because of streaming services and stuff it's like 10 episodes at the very most Mm -hmm. and those 10 episodes they're kind of given on a limited time before before bringing it out. They don't have a deadline. Whereas with shows like The Simpsons and Family Guy, it's like oh, they have to have a twenty-two episode season that starts in September and ends in May, and they take the summer out, they take the summer off, and then the new season is out again and in September. Yeah. You know, it's a very old-fashioned formula. Like most shows are not working that way. But with that in mind, I think The Simpsons are still owning that formula. You know yeah, what I mean? They're still doing it justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, they really are. Um, but yeah, so I I I'm going to do the bottom three first. So what we'll do is like. Uh, you can give your th- number three and I'll give my number three. Oh, and then... bottom three. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, I think it's good to set up the negatives and end with the positives. Let's <laughs> so just close this door. Um... I, I've actually done mine in, in order as well. So mean... it's not just bottom three, it's like actually I've done it in order. Oh yeah, yeah, me too. Me too, <sighs> okay, yeah. But I'm saying like, yeah, you do your number three first and I'll do my my number three, two, two, you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. Yeah, so you're number three of your bot, your third worst first. <laughs> oh, my third worst, okay. Yeah, yeah, um... the bottom three. Uncut Fems, Uncut Femmes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> which, which I liked. Yeah. You only six saw I six, watched, to be fair. Yeah. yeah. That's the the third worst. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I don't want to give any reasons or su- um, summaries of the episode. Well, the yeah. thing is, most of the reasons I gave for liking the episode... Yeah, sure. But, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you only saw six, to be fair. But the things I didn't like, which is why it's in the worst, was... Yeah. I thought the pacing was slightly off. Sure. I thought it rushed. Yeah. Um I thought some of the characters didn't seem to find. Um, even though some were, some weren't. Um some of the characters didn't what? Seemed to find. What does that mean? Oh the like, find, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um but some did at the same time. Mm. Um and I also thought it, it just didn't feel like a, a complete story. Yeah. Um yeah yeah fair enough it didn't make it into my top three which you probably thought it did um, but it would have been close uh, personally I really liked the episode I thought it was a very fresh different Simpsons episode I really liked what the scope they gave to a character who was really nothing in I the do want to make it clear three. I did like the episode no I know yeah. this is your reasons for it being in your bottom yeah. three yeah yeah um, but yeah personally I, I I I really liked it I thought it was really different I thought it had really good female power to it let me just turn my phone off um but 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 without that kind of female power message being like preachy or that they're just doing it because for sure they know that they'll get praise for it, you know it really felt like it had a reason to be there and it was done really tastefully. Um, I'm giving my sum of the episode is because it's not in my top three anyway. But that is my it would have been close. That, that that's my feelings towards the episode. Yeah. Uh, actually none of my bottom three are ones that you saw. Maybe you see, oh, really? you saw them, but we didn't review them together. Um, so my number three is Diary Queen. Um, not I, I I don't think it's a terrible episode, but it made it to my bottom three just because of the potential it set up that it didn't it didn't like land on. So you know that the woman who voiced Edna Ed, Krabappel is dead, right? Yeah, you didn't know that. I did know. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So this episode Bush was made years after the fact, after she died. I think she died in two thousand and thirteen. Marsha Wallace, her name is. This episode episode was written as like a finale to the character, and it uses old pre-recorded dialogue from the show. And it's like Bart finds her journal and finds out, like, um, stuff that she had written about Bart, basically. And it, it had great potential to be a really sweet, like, farewell to the character. But ended up being more of a Bart episode, more of a just, like, okay. Bart getting up the shenanigans kind of thing. Um, and it's a perfectly fine episode, like, it's fun, but I was expecting so much more from it. So with that, it kind of let me down. It was like... I was expecting a really good farewell to Edna Krabappel episode and it ended up being just a pretty decent, bad episode. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. that's why I so had So, like, I'd it's not to... necessarily a bad episode. It's just the expectations were different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It th- th- didn't meet up with my standards for what I was hoping from it, for sure. Um, So that's why I, I would put it number three, yeah. What's your number two? So the second... Worst episode of mm. the sixth I've watched mm. Was uh, Panic on the Streets of Springfield yeah, Which probably it's... comes as a surprise Because No, maybe you you didn't hate the episode But you definitely no, didn't yeah, strongly I, I liked like elements of the episode yeah. But for me It did feel very As much as I love the, the, the hatred For Morrissey yeah. it, just, it was a bit too much And sure. I didn't like that they didn't make it subtle yeah. Like, I would have preferred if they made, like, Little digs, but still had him as, like, a separate character. Sure, or him sure. literally just being a straight-up, like, Morrissey. Yeah, that's um, a fair point. I thought the pacing again was off, because mm. it just felt very rushed, especially towards the end. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. No. I did like... I liked Lisa in this episode, because I thought of a modern-day of them trying to make lisa lisa but in the modern day yeah it was very much a lisa thing to be snobbish about music mm, and things. for like sure that. i did that, i didn't think that element to it definitely didn't feel like forced or no not tacked on yeah um i loved the little bits of homer in this episode i, I <laughs> yeah. just loved how great side like, story yeah um, and nothing, like like I said before in the review It was such a nothing side story It didn't go anywhere no, that bit even that, better Exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't need to Yeah, he has this truck, and he's expecting all these crazy things to happen with him in This truck, and just nothing ends up no. happening <laughs> um, And, I mean, there's not many bad things to say But, again, it is the whole pacing thing yeah. And I felt the, the Morrissey character wasn't quite it didn't quite live up to my expectations. Mm-hmm. I thought it should have been a bit more subtle. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. It was a it was a perfectly fine episode for me. Like if I was to have like ranked the entire season in every episode, it probably would have been bang in the middle. You know what I mean? I thought it was a good episode. It, it, it had had some very, very good aspects to it. I thought the songwriting in it was was brilliant. The parodies of the Slip music was great. Uh, I thought Benedict Cumberbatch was brilliant in it, but. um yeah I feel it. The pacing was a bit off At certain points And that's definitely A good point That I hadn't thought of That like Yeah Quillaby Was really just A pure parody of Morrissey <laughs> well, That was obvious But like that the, They really didn't give His character much depth Other than that It was like he's He's You, you, you definitely wouldn't Entirely get the joke If you didn't know Who Morrissey was yeah. You know what I mean If you just watched the episode You were kind of like What are they doing <laughs> You know what I mean uh, Yeah and no, I feel ya yeah. My number two episode Is Now Museum Now You Don't Um this one was like one of those story episodes she liked the Three House of Horrors but it's not a Three House of Horror yep. um, and it basically was like three different artists so it's like re- Lisa's reading a book about different artists in history and um, the family obviously played different parts um, I like those episodes usually this one was just a bit kind of like it just felt really really filler uh, none of the stories really landed they all just kind of felt like they were getting, going through the motions the first one was Lisa as Leonardo da Vinci I can't remember the name of the artist that Bart played in the second one, but it was like an artist who, um, his teacher always rejected his work because they went by a formula that he wasn't following, and he submitted his Van Gogh. No, it wasn't Van Gogh. It was yeah. a much lesser lesser known one. Um, and then the third one was Marriage was Frida Kahlo. Um, and like yeah, it was uh, none of them felt very, I don't know, substantial or like a. A fresh take on the lives of these people or anything like that. It was just kind of going through the motions and getting the job done. Okay. It didn't do anything interesting with the settings of the different parts of history these people were from. You know what I mean? It just really felt like an episode that was going through the motions. Yeah. So that's why it would be my number two. And I have literally no idea what your number one is, so I'm (laughs) excited to hear it. Uh, My number one worst episode of the sixth Mm. was uh, The Man From Grandpa. The Man From Grandpa. Okay. I, to be honest, I thought it was a very forgettable episode. Hmm. I watched it probably three times but I still sort of can't really remember it because it just felt very like just missable. (laughs) It's it's not a memorable episode. Yeah, fair enough. Um the plot is like it's it's a fine plot but it's not it's not like um it's not the normal Simpsons where it's like, Wow, this is so different. Yeah, sure. Cool. Yeah. Um that's probably The, the reason, yeah, the fact that it is so forgettable. I didn't I didn't find myself laughing at this much. one as much as the other ones yeah, as well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I thought the gags were also probably the worst of the six I watched. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough, yeah. yeah. Um, again, if I was to rank the whole season, probably somewhere in the middle. Um it was a pretty fine episode. Same points you made before, like, I... I thought, it was a, I thought it was an enjoyable episode in terms of like, it had a really interesting plot but it definitely wasn't as gag heavy it just it relied a lot more on, on story and yeah. kind of like parodying those old fashioned like 1940s noirs I thought which Stephen was Fry, an aspect I liked yeah I liked. of course he loved the third man yeah, yeah which was the main inspiration behind the episode obviously I thought Stephen Fry was brilliant in the part um, whose name I actually can't remember but um, I thought he was really good in the part and like the little bit where they gave him the opportunity to do different accents mm-hmm. and stuff like that when he was Pretending to be an American police officer. Um, I thought he was a really fun character. But yeah, it definitely didn't go as far as it could have, but a really interesting setup, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, my number one is sorry, not sorry. For anyone who listens to the podcast, I don't think they'd, they'd be surprised to hear that because I was definitely the most negative I ever was about any, right. okay. any review we've done. Um, yeah, this episode was. Again, just a very filler episode, but also just a, a disappointment that it doesn't deliver on the potential it had with the story. Um, it's it's like oh, I can't even remember the setup. Lisa has to apologize to Miss Hoover, her teacher, for something. I can't remember what, what it was, but she she doesn't want to say sorry. Um. And we get we we, we kind of get like a bit of she starts, she follows like Miss Hoover home we get a, a bit of Miss Hoover's backstory and like why she just needs something as simple as just her students apologising to her and it just really misses out on the potential to give scope to a character that right um that we that we, that we know very yeah, little yeah. about as the fact she's been in the show from the very first season um also in, in the episode she has she has a broken back. And It was a very unnecessary addition to the episode. It didn't really mean much to it the plot it didn't or... mean much, but it also was like she had a broken back and like that was the, the main sympathy they were giving to her whereas I'd rather it would just be giving us sympathy for the character we always see because the characters yeah, yeah, always yeah. have a broken back, you know what I mean yeah and um the fact that maybe she doesn't feel appreciated and things like that is is the main. Yeah, yeah, tackle. exactly, and and it's always, like, she always has kind of random dialogue suggesting that she's really depressed and that she hates work at the school and stuff like that, so go into that, don't give me, she's depressed because her back is sore, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, and also it's like, Lisa can't say sorry, and marriage takes her to a support group of people who also can't say sorry, and it's just... I don't know. It, it, it goes everywhere, and nowhere at the same time. You know what I mean? Mm. It goes to so many areas because it of that. sounds like it. Yeah, yeah, because of that, it doesn't really go anywhere. Yeah. Um. It was just yeah. It was it was a really kind of again massively filler episode. It actually I remember it, it came after the episode that's my number one, like my favorite one. So I also for that, that it really then, yeah. yeah it really paled in comparison. So um yeah I mean without a doubt sorry not sorry It's my least favorite episode of the thirty second season yeah. yeah. Yeah, fair. So let's jump into our top three then. Top three? Yeah. Um, So my third favorite Mm -hmm. was Mother Child Reunion. Mother Child Reunion. Oh, sorry, the future one. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, give me a second there. Yeah, great Um, episode. Because I really like how they tackled Marge and Lisa's relationship in this episode. Mm -hmm. It felt... We always get glimpses of it, but in this episode it felt really genuine. It really um, did, yeah. I thought the plot was so good. um I love mm. how they sort of give you little Easter eggs to like. I love how they sort of like subtly referenced how ridiculous they were about what the future would be like in yeah. the earlier seasons. For sure, I remember as soon as they cut to the future, <laughs> it was um, more men. Yeah, it's just in a flying car. But yeah, they, they know that's a ridiculous thing to do, but they. They did it. Because yeah, because it was like self awareness. Lisa was seventeen in the episode. She's eight now. So that's in nine years' time, we'll have flying yeah. cars. Like, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm really glad they they have some self awareness there and For sure. we're thinking about the the past when doing this. <laughs> um, the plot was just really good. I love all the characters in the future. I love Bart, Homer, yeah, Maggie, still not talking. Like, yeah, it, it's such a it's such a like. I love when they go to the future or the past, and mm. they just did it right. They yeah, really did it right. I thought sure. that was a perfect example of the world building, mm. um, and I really felt invested in this episode. Yeah, no, yeah. no, it was a great one. It, it didn't make it my top three, but I, I would definitely like rank it. Like it would been the top ten for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it was like like you said, it, the the relationship between Lisa and marriage in this episode felt really sincere, but also it was like because it was you know. Lisa seventeen, not wanting to go to college and stuff like that. It it gave a new thing to their relationship, like a, a, a dynamic between them that we haven't seen before because we haven't mm-hmm. seen them in this exact age bracket. Um, so it was really fresh, but also feeling really sincere. Like it it tracked to uh, how we know Marge and Lisa's characters yeah. to them developing into the relationship they have now in this episode. Yeah, I, I I thought it was a really wonderful one as well, for sure. Um, I gave two honorable honorable mentions before I jump into my top three. So I mentioned Anka Fems as an honorable mention, and the last Bear Fighter um, was very close in like my top three. But it, it, I would, I would literally rank my number four. Um, I thought it was a great episode, I and mean, obviously it'll, it's going to be for you there for you eventually. I, I would rank it highly, but this unfortunately make my top three. Unfortunately, none of the three in my top three have seen with me either. But <laughs> uh, yeah, it is what it is. Obviously, you only reviewed six. <coughs> it'll be God bless you. Thank you. It'll be more defined once we. You know, we'll, we'll review all of season 33 together and then we can have mm-hmm. a proper summary together at the end of that. But obviously this is going to be a little different. <coughs> um, Jesus. Oh God. Are you allergic to my... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> to my critiques? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, my number three is The Dad Feelings Limited. Um, this is the opposite Why I said about the Edna and the, and the Miss Hoover episode. This is one that... Had so much potential And totally delivered on that potential Mm -hmm. So this one is about Comic Guy's married now You probably don't know that No I don't know Yeah (laughs) He's married to an Asian woman In Kimiko Of course Um, (laughs) Yeah (laughs) Absolutely But um, uh, Basically She becomes besotted with Maggie And she wants to like Have a baby for herself And Comic Guy Really doesn't want one And it, it jumps into the history Of why he doesn't want one And it's like marriage he, he runs back to his family home and marriage goes back to trying to get him to come back to Springfield and we learn about his entire like family history okay. and that he like lives with a family of collectors his dad's name was his dad's name is a, like postage stamp guy and he's brilliantly voiced by Dan Aykroyd in the episode and yeah it, it, it just jumps into Combat Guy's whole history how he, how he became Combat Guy had this like unfortunately very relatable origin that like he felt so rejected in his real life that he consume comic books because it was like escaping into this real world was his only way of feeling protected which <laughs> um, <laughs> I definitely could relate to and it was also a very wonderful parody I was going to say I feel like that's something you could relate to <laughs> <laughs> you don't feel like you could relate to that just no I definitely can but Yeah, p- comic books for you yeah yeah for sure I love gra- gra- graphic novels and comic books apologies Alan Moore he doesn't like the term graphic novel oh, okay. yeah yeah <laughs> just around the fact that I know um He's always like well the word comic book was fine. why would we say graphic novel <laughs> um but yeah it was also a wonderful parody of wes anderson movies um once they get to comic guy's house it becomes like a parody of the royal tenenbaums okay in that um like the, the way they tell us the origins of comic guys family and stuff is done in a very wes Anderson fashion and they actually got bob balaban who narrates moonrise kingdom and i think a few other Anderson films mm-hmm. to, to narrate that part of the episode and it's done so well it's one of those because they can yeah exactly can. yeah because it's so such a big not? show they can get the the actual guy who narrates with Anderson movies to narrate the episode they can get the people they're doing the parody of to do the parody <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, so why the hell not but it's a great example of like it's on a parody that's just done for the sake of doing a parody like if they do their own thing with it and it serves the episode in a really good way it's mm-hmm. not just there as like a thing for people to be like, oh, look, they're doing with Anderson. You know, it, it's done really well. And yeah, it's just a really well-rounded, well-paced, beautiful episode that just gives so much depth to Combo Guy. And can I spoil the episode for you? Yeah, yeah, I don't mind. I'd recommend watching it, but yeah. I'll spoil it for you anyway. At the very end, they do actually decide to try for a baby. And it feels very implied that they're not, they're, the show isn't just going to ignore this okay. This update, that, that, that we're eventually going to actually get into this you know what I mean so, when it, that's good because it's a character we want to see more of yeah totally I love Combo guy he's such guy. a cool character he's yeah. a great character I love Hank Azaria as a voice for him um, and it was yeah it was a cool character to just see so much more depth to it. but I also I love when an episode ends with like, because it happens pretty rarely. Would would it not just been like, okay, the formula of the show is back to the way it was. Now everything's back to normal. That it, it it ends with like progression. Like they're they're going to make a change eventually. You know what I mean? I don't think they're rushing to get that story because they don't have to. And there's so many other characters that they can expand upon. They can take their time before getting to Comic Guy having a child. You know, they can wait until they they feel like it's right until they find yeah. the right story. But I just love that the episode didn't end with like, okay, he's back to the regular combo guy again now. You know. And because we also saw him get married in the show, and that and that stayed, and that character Kamiko stayed, that we know that they're actually making active progressions to the character. They're not just trying to get him to be go back to being the regular lonely, cranky combo guy in the shop who gives out to the kids, you know? Yeah, but yeah. They're actually actually making like a really cool effort to progress the character without sacrificing what makes him fun exactly. and interesting because you know what, what I makes mean? him interesting is his hatred for kids and being really like snobbish super nerd and... yeah exactly yeah. and that's still very much alive in the character but they're, 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 they they've done a great job of keeping that aspect of him alive while still developing him you know what i mean yeah cool that's, <laughs> a, that's a good enough reason to... yeah yeah i think so yeah, yeah i'll give a well school reason So to what has my number three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, number three my my number two is uh burger king's did you give you oh sorry Murder in Trial Reunion. I, I did. Number 2 yeah. is Burger King's. Burger yeah. King's, yeah. Mm. Because it's such uh it's such a current plot for sure. That they tackled really well mm-hmm. without without showing their actual opinion of it. Yeah. Um very so it was not fair from from all angles. Mm. It showed like the impacts of meat and it showed the impacts of no meat, you know, like Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, completely non-biased. Even, even though, like, all the characters sort of reacted how I'd expect. Yeah. Like Homer obviously being hesitant, but then liking it just because it mm. tastes like the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh, was that, what's the quote again? So good. Oh, it, it tastes like it was scary to die. Yeah, that was <laughs> a, a dark but funny joke. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, uh, obviously, this is like a Lisa episode. Yes. And a Mr. Burns episode, yes. sort of. Mm. Um, I no, definitely a Mr. Burns episode. So... I, I really enjoyed that Like, we felt like we were with Lisa because we, we felt bad for Lisa because she, obviously everyone thought, oh yeah, this is a good thing that Mr. Burns is, is doing. This is great, yeah. And, and and it fooled us as well because it had the whole thing at the beginning where he nearly dies and he wants people to remember him as a good person yeah. because there's, like, a, a mob outside the hospital waiting for him to die. So, yeah. you know, it may not be that Mr. Burns was actually trying to do something really good with his money. <laughs> and he still thinks he's doing but, good things. And then, yeah, <laughs> it was just to, to make money. Um, yeah, and he was destroying the rainforest. <laughs> and, and I think that the, the whole rainforest thing, again, is, is them sort of showing what could be bad about the meatless... The, the, yeah, if we went, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I, I thought Mr. Burns was hilarious in this episode. Home, oh, yeah. Homer had some great moments. Absolutely. Lisa was just very real and genuine in this episode, yeah. which I enjoyed. Uh-huh. Bart had some funny moments. Marge, yeah, they all like, had a bit to do. Yeah. Marge was doing her own thing, and it was still Oh, yeah, funny. I forgot. Marge had a pretty good, yeah. like, C story in the episode of her... Getting with into with gambling, Alexa, which yeah. again made sense to her character because we saw in the casino episode, that classic episode, that she does have a gambling addiction, you know. So yeah, I love that her buying stock. Um, so yeah, that's that's why I like it because it felt current. The gags mm-hmm. were really funny. Yes, every character all had their little moments, and mm-hmm. Lisa's main storyline was great. Yeah, no, it was a great episode. You, you you made the great point in that review as well that it managed to be it, it, it managed to. Handle very modern topics, but still f- have the kind of flow of like a classic Simpsons episode. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it really did. Like it was extremely gag heavy, while still addressing interesting topics. But it was never heavy handed in the way it went about addressing them, which I think is like when the Simpsons are at their best, when they're like being topical, but they're not being preachy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, definitely. And that that, that episode was definitely a solid example. Um, it didn't make it in my top three, but I I did really like it. It was a it was a solid Lisa and a solid Burns episode. Um get yeah, grey mode to Mr. Burns I love the bit at the end where they're driving off and he talks about how he, he's never going to do good again that he loves being evil and yeah. uh, what are they do again? they're going to go to I, like I a... love, I know, I know, just love that him almost destroying the planet was him doing good yeah right? yeah and he's still uh, <laughs> even though he knew he was destroying the planet he just took it at face value yeah his yeah. war to mind still thought he was doing good because he was giving people vegan burgers yeah such a great way to finish yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly and my favourite of the whole episode is the bit where They think about having Homer be the mascot for the company and Homer nods to Burns and Burns nods back to Homer and then Smithers nods to both of them and then Burns goes, Smithers, keep your nodding to yourself. (laughs) Such a random stupid (laughs) bit. I thought it was so funny. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, cool. So my number two is um, Treehouse of Horror 31. Okay, interesting. Brilliant episode. As I mentioned in that review, I thought it was one of the best Treehouse of Horrors in years. Um, Yeah, just jump into it with for people maybe maybe haven't seen it and obviously Sebastian hasn't seen it all three of the segments really landed which honestly there's plenty of good Treehouse of Horrors in recent seasons but there's always at least one dud in the three you know what I mean but these three were all really good the first one was a parody of Toy Story and it was called Toy Gory and it was done in like <clears throat> the typical like CGI Pixar animation I'm glad you like it because usually a Treehouse of Horrors for me or like the weaker episodes. Oh, really? I never seem to like them as much as the main... I love Treehouse of Horrors. Okay, well, that'd be interesting to see what happens when we get to... still like them. Yeah. But they're never as entertaining to me as the... As the regular Simpsons, sure. I always like the refreshing, like, you know, they're so different and Mm. the freedom the writers seem to have in getting to just write, you know, situations that don't matter because it's not canon. You know, they can kill off Homer and it won't matter. Like, they seem to have so much fun with that. Uh, But yeah, the Toy Story episode was... Super inventive and like give me that that extra leap and that extra effort having it be CGI animation. I thought was so cool and it looked just gorgeous as well. um The second one was my favorite. It was Into the Homerverse, so it was the same general concept of Into the Spiderverse, but with Homer, yeah. so it was a bunch of different Homers. That was so good. <laughs> there was like a Disney Princess Homer, which is a great parody of like the fact that Disney bought them and just poking fun at that. There's an anime Homer, a Pixel Homer, a. A a, a noir Homer, which was like a parody of the Nicholas... So it sounds like the animation team had a lot of fun. With this episode, 100%, yeah. There was a noir Homer. What are the other ones? There was a regular Homer, but then my favourite one of the episode, and I won't go into it too much because I get into it so much in that review anyway, is there's one called Homer Barbera. Mm -hmm. Do you know Hanna-Barbera? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a parody of, like, Hanna-Barbera cartoons. Okay. And the references it makes in this segment to Homer Barbera are so specific that you'd, you would have to really understand yeah. the history of Homer Barbera, of Hanna Barbera to get it and I did so it that's cool felt like so catered to people like me who just happened to have this really obscure cartoon knowledge and it just made me so happy yeah Into the Homerverse was definitely one of my favourite Shares of Horror segments in years full stop Um, and the last one was it was something like it was a parody of Be Kind Rewind I forget the name of it it doesn't matter, but it was it was a parody of Russian doll, and it was like Lisa, her birthday, and she, she keeps she keeps dying, and the day gets repeated and stuff like that. And again, is 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 a great parody while also like doing its own thing with it. And so she teams up with Nelson. Have you seen Russian doll? No, brilliant show. I would highly recommend it. But um, she teams up with Nelson and trying to find out why like the day keeps repeating itself. And yeah, it, it was just it was it was really like all three segments really landed in this episode. Um, And this trials of horror, which I don't think happened in years, that all three of them were really solid. And um, that is definitely an example of one where it it really was. And just really felt like the writers had so much fun, like you said, with the animation, but also the the script itself and the stories. It felt like really loving parodies and just felt like they had so much fun doing it. Yeah, brilliant trials of horror. Uh, Yeah, let's get into your number one then of the top three. Yes, number one Mm -hmm. is. Can, can bum, you, obviously you're gonna I, be actually yeah, your yeah, because you know, we have ran I, out of yeah. episodes, yeah. yeah and yeah. I know you love this. The last bar fight. Yeah. That was fantastic. Incredible episode. Mm-hmm. Felt just so old school and new school. Just yeah, had yeah. The best elements of both. Mo For sure. like I love how we got into Mo's character. Mm. Um God there's so many good things To say about the episode Yeah it's funny um, While having a good plot Yeah That well, you the, the, the voice The voice Ian McShane Yeah Yeah His character was great Absolutely Our Um Oh god I'm trying to think About this episode Um Well I mean If I was to get into it I, I, I thought it had a really Great plot that we cared about but, Yeah But not sacrificing the gags Over it Which some episodes In the later seasons can do Um I love the whole the way they set up the confidential and like, you know the, the the history behind it and stuff like that and why it's so important. Like we, we understand and we're there with Mo mm-hmm. in that. Um, the final half of the episode was my absolute favourite was seeing like Homer, Lenny, Carol and Barney all succeeding as sober men. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think these are characters I haven't seen for so long have a proper like yeah, so, yeah so certainly Lenny, Carol, and, and Barney, yeah. for sure. We haven't seen them be anything more than just, like, you know, their Homer's friends. Here's I, I love the how, um, how Moe was in the, the power plant, and they made they <laughs> oh, yeah. made a joke as to how that was actually the first time Moe's been in the power plant. Yeah, PowerPoint, yeah, that's what an office just, space looks like. Yeah. I see what you guys drink now. <laughs> so good. And when he's like, oh, wait, Barney doesn't work here? It seems like he would. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Carol's like, yeah, we'll make for some interesting stories. <laughs> and I love how Barney's, like... They all achieve their like dream, <laughs> so funny. dream careers, and Barney's is <laughs> just so underwhelming compared to everyone else's. But he's still content with it. He's holding up the sign at AutoZone, yeah, yeah. And he was finally able to tell his mom, or like look his mom in the eyes again. <laughs> it's so good to make so much sense to the character too, because he's so pathetic I and mean, like he's a, a proper alcoholic with no life other than just drinking Dawford Moes That and, like it makes so much sense that this would be. Barney's version of like ultimate success yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're so good yeah no brilliant episode as i said it, it would definitely be my number four um just well written brilliantly paced like as soon as you think they're they're dwelling on a plot point too long it gets right into something else the whole chase sequence is brilliant as well like Mo with his bar rag and all the bad different yeah. bartenders chasing after them yeah I, I, it was again like... i seem to mention this about every episode mm. so clearly this is something i haven't a uh an eye for and that is the <laughs> pacing yeah you just mentioned it there the pacing was perfect I thought it was solid yeah it didn't rush sure. but no. every time it was starting to become slower yeah a new thing came up for sure it kept you hooked it definitely cool. and it felt it, it was loaded with like information you know what I mean like like giving us this background to the confidential and stuff like that but it never felt like too much either no, you know what I mean no, no. it felt like just the right amount of everything yeah no a, a brilliant episode yeah and my number one, again, anyone who's listened to the, to every episode, it would be no surprise that this is my number one, and I would, obviously, it's my number one, so if you're going to watch any episode you haven't seen yet, I would highly recommend my number one, The Road to Cincinnati. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant episode. Alton. I think I gave it, like, a 9.5. Wow. Yeah, okay. and I keep it a 9.5 for sure. Um... So solid. Again, getting into it for you. Anyone who doesn't know it, it is the first episode in the show's entire history where a member of the family isn't in, isn't in a lead role. Interesting. Yeah, the entire episode is a road trip between Seymour Skinner and what do say, Seymour Skinner? That's a proper pretentious Simpsons <laughs> fan right there, Principal Skinner and Superintendent Chalmers, or if I'm going to be pretentious, Gary Chalmers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah basically, they, they, they go on a road trip together and it just expands on their weird wonderful tense relationship yeah, yeah. so brilliantly so I mean some of the best moments in Simpsons history has been moments between them two. Oh my god right. they are such golden characters they're yeah. so weird like they're, they're dynamic and just like the gags that happen between them are so specific and this episode completely takes advantage of that and because of it not having like, Homer, Bart Lisa and Marge appear in it but in a very small degree and it's it's done so per- the, the way they put them in. It doesn't feel forced. It doesn't feel like oh they they have to have something to do in the episode. It's it's done very briefly and done really well. And it does it, it, it doesn't take away from the fact that Skinner and Trumbull are the main characters in the episode. Like I love that the typical the typical thing to do would have been to throw Barton with them on the road trip. That he would go on with yeah. them for some reason. I love that it was just the two of them and just focus and on their a, relationship. For marbles in front of the car and make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. exactly. Just making Skinner's <laughs> life a misery. I love that it. it was just the two of them. And yeah, it's such a weird episode because of that, like it feels so different because it doesn't have the dynamic of one of the family members being in it, it's just their relationship. Yeah. Um which, you know, we've we've had episodes where they're in the lead role. That were where they're important characters, but we've still only gotten glimpses of their relationship. Or it's just one, like, really, really gets into it. It it's just so much fun, it's so funny while like giving them brilliant moments. There's a towards the end they have a gigantic brawl, like a fight <laughs> in um the, the hotel they're staying at. And like when that fight happens it feels like this is exactly what the episode needed to do to completely. Did they, were give they on me a road I trip wanted. to like a a teacher's Oh yeah yeah they're, they're going something. to yeah it's exactly it. Yeah. Right. Yeah they're <laughs> they're going to a seminar. Good guess. Yeah, yeah they're going to a seminar that Superintendent Chalmers has to like do a big speech at yeah. basically. And it does a great job of that as well actually is that like the, the thing that they're going to doesn't matter at all. It's just they're just going to a seminar. Like, who cares? That's not what it's about. It's, it's about their relationship on the journey to get there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It, 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 it's done so well. There's great heart in it while they are also being great gags. I'd imagine a big reason why the episode exists is... I'm sure you're familiar with the Steam Tams meme. The what? Steam Tams meme? Explain. Oh, proper Simpsons. <laughs> um, layman right here. Um, are you serious in the episode... Twenty-two short films about Springfield, where it's like it like jumps around to different characters throughout the day. It's not like a regular episode. It's in season seven, so you're you're getting to it anyway. You I haven't probably seen it yet. have, but... yeah. Well, there's a bit where oh, you to look at the scene hands meme online. It's 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 it became a gigantic meme, but it's basically like it's hard to describe if you don't know it. <laughs> um, it's like it's, it's, it's Chalmers comes to Skinner, Skinner's house for dinner, and I remember, and this is when this is when Skinner's is like trying to hide all the problems going on in the house. Yeah, the yeah. food catches on fire, and yeah. so he goes to Crossy Burger. Yeah, and it, he said that he was making steamed clams, and um, he he comes out with the burgers, and just, Chalmers is like, "I thought you were making." St- steamed clams. He's like, oh, no, no, I said steamed hams. Oh, mm. uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, you say, you say they're steamed hams despite the fact they're obviously grilled. <laughs> anyway, that that whole that whole scene has become a huge meme, like a okay. gigantic meme. My it hangs out my favorite meme ever. Like, I, I get tired of most memes when they go on for too long, but I am not tired of the steamed hams meme. It's gone so far. They've, like, gotten jeff goldblum to do a reading of it like it's from some really weird stuff it and it's it's fantastic like literally just look up "Scene hams on youtube and you'll find a bunch of weird different uh memes and yeah. strange videos made by like obviously gigantic simpsons fans but my point being is i feel like a big part of why this episode exists is because of the seen hams meme um and like and, and i get that but it I, it doesn't even reference the seen hams in the episode which, which i appreciate it, it it just develops and game scopes the, to these characters who have obviously gotten a bit more popular because of this meme, yeah. and it just yeah they took advantage yeah exactly and it flashes out in their relationship so brilliantly and I it, I, I, I have no qualms about the episode like it, it it did everything I would want to have seen in a Skinner and Chalmers episode brilliantly and I love seeing and it was amazing to think that like this was close to their 700th episode it was amazing to think that in all this time they had never done an episode with like a character yeah. who is not in the family in the lead role and no family member with them. Which is probably something they're going to take advantage of. I hope so, because the, the episode... And it just shows how many ideas they can still make. Yeah, how much yeah. potential is there to tell more stories. And like I said, it, it, it really doesn't feel like a, a traditional Simpsons episode but in a really good way, because it's obviously going to feel different if you don't have one of the core family members in the role. You know what I mean? Yeah, fantastic episode. Mm. If I'm going to recommend any episode of the season to you or anyone listening, it has yeah. to be... The roads to Cincinnati. So, so good. Yeah. But yeah, that concludes our top three and our bottom three. Pretty yeah. in season overall, like, if I was to really think about it, I would say I preferred it to the 31st season. Um, I think it had a lot more hits than it did misses. And, um, yeah, just, like, there's so many episodes where, like you said, like, Burger Kings feels like a classic episode. Last Barfire feels a bit more... Like different, but in a really good way and stuff like that. There's just yeah, it it was a mixed bag of a season in a really good way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But um, we're still gonna do our usual segments this week. Um, but right before that, because I thought to fill time, but also because I think it would be a fun thing to do, is I'm going to give you a quiz. (laughs) Okay. Because I thought that'd be a fun thing to do. I'm gonna be terrible at this. (laughs) the layman simpsons quiz okay um <laughs> they're kind of like for a traditional simpsons fan they're they're easy questions <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it'd be fun to see um how you do um so it's 15 I'm questions i'm gonna hurt so many people's feelings with this <laughs> <laughs> it's 15 questions let's jump right into it number one what's bart's full name um bart simpson no i bart <laughs> boffolt bart... Oh Bartholomew, is there a middle name? Bartholomew <laughs> Francis Simpson. <laughs> I oh. was randomly guessing the yeah. middle name. I'll give you a point because you said Bartholomew. I didn't It'll really. Give half a point. I didn't really yeah. expect you to get the middle name. Like I, I would have accepted Bartholomew J Simpson. Okay. But it stands for JoJo. <laughs> JoJo. Yeah, Bartholomew okay. JoJo Simpson. Um, what's Smithers' first name? Mark. <laughs> Mark Smithers I thought you'd get this No you don't know his first name? No huh. Principal Not. Oh wait No, Sorry Smithers sorry. Smithers uh, Br- oh, yeah, assistant Yeah 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 um... No I don't know <laughs> <laughs> Okay it's a whaling <laughs> okay. No I didn't know that. Oh damn these, these were like What I thought the easy ones were <laughs> Oh god <laughs> What is Homer's role At the power plant? Um, technician Like, um, what do you call it? (laughs) Nuclear technician? Uh. Oh, God. Um, I'll give you half a point, I think. (laughs) Nuclear safety technician. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I'll give you that. It's safety inspector is the exact word, but safety technician, yeah, I'll give you that. (laughs) Um, I'm just trying to keep track here. Yeah, safety inspector, which is the best thing ever. That he's the safety inspector uh, of the power of yeah. <laughs> Uh what's Marriage's maiden name? Marge. <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, don't know. Bouvier. I didn't know that. Oh wow, okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I thought some of these were easy, apparently not. What's the family's address? Um 41 Evergreen Terrace. Hmm. <laughs> Am I way off? 742 Evergreen Terrace. Oh, shit. I'll now give that you... one, I should have known. <laughs> well, I'll give you half a point. Yeah, because I got the road. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I 40. think so. What religion is Lisa? Religion? Yeah. Atheist? Agnostic? No. Buddhist? Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> Three guesses. Yeah, yeah, no, I'll give you that. Uh, how many kids does Apu have? Six. More or less. I'll give you one more guess. More or less. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> eight. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! Yes. <laughs> yeah. Eight. <laughs> um, what were Bart's first words? Oh, hmm? I feel like I've seen the episode. You definitely have. It's a classic. It wasn't. Eat my shorts. No. Well, oh, was it? Um. <laughs> oh shit. Um. Oh, I made a joke about this the other day. He did. Um, that's why i thought you'd get it oh my mind's gone blank <laughs> um, this is brilliant <laughs> oh, shit, i really I a great should fun. know i really should know <laughs> Do you give up? Yeah, I'm gonna have to. It was I Caramba. Yeah, of course. Cool. <laughs> See, I knew that. I just couldn't get it. Yeah. Enough. I was waiting to hear you die inside. Yeah, it was he walks in on Homer and Marriage having sex and he says, Aye caramba, as a little baby. <laughs> Which is so ridiculous. That's the first thing he ever said. Yeah. How the hell would he even know what that means? Um I mean, like, if you don't get this, <laughs> who shot Mr. Burns? Um... No way. <laughs> 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 um, I feel like if I grabbed the random person on the street They would know this I know I should know <laughs> The thing is recently I was on these episodes and I skipped them You skipped? Because oh, I just could not be- I could be classic. bothered Why are you watching O'Shawn Mr. Brez? It's a classic Um, Crusty <laughs> I mean you definitely S- know Smithers. it if you knew it You know what I mean Maggie Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'll give I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah, it was your third there. guess. But I'll give it to you. <laughs> yeah, it was Maggie. You you got there. Um, I mean, I doubt it. I'll, I'll give you a, I'll give you I'll give you a point if you just get one. What are Millhouse's parents' names? Margaret <laughs> Kenneth. Oh, he said Margaret, like short for marriage. <laughs> yeah, true. I don't know. Nah, Kirk and Luanne nah, I didn't know that. <laughs> I mean, I like, if you don't get this one. <laughs> who created The Simpsons? Matt Groening. Okay, yeah. See, I was being nice to you that time. <laughs> Can you imagine? I was like, uh... Seven Fairland? Yeah. <laughs> Scooby-Doo? <laughs> um, name the jazz musician who teaches Lisa about the blues. I know it. Um, we mentioned it in at least yeah, two yeah. podcasts now, yeah. Um, something to do with his disability. Sort of um yeah I, I don't know i, I don't know if i call it a disability just uh, an unfortunate thing <laughs> why can i not remember <laughs> did you give up it's okay no, i have to but i yeah. know it i do know it Bleeding gums murphy yeah maybe. yeah yeah i don't know if, <laughs> if bleeding gums is a disability it was definitely unfortunate yeah <laughs> they had bad gums um i mean i definitely doubt this one name one character hank Azaria voices one character and i and i also wrote bonus points for two characters um i'm only going to give you the first two characters you say seymour skinners no yeah, <laughs> that's um, harry sheer crusty no, you literally said the two other male voice actors. Oh, sorry, Seb. Okay. Is one of these questions going to be what's the number on the till when Maggie gets swiped? No, I don't even over. know that. <laughs> 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 to be honest. That would have been too specific. Um, just to fill you in on who Bangs Area Voices to name a few, um, Mo, Professor Frank, comic book guy, Tan Chalmers, um... Duffman he's one of the best okay. I, I, I think he is him or Harry Shearer the best voice actor in the show he has so much range so many brilliant characters um, <laughs> who, who voices Quillaby in Panic in the Streets of Springfield um, Benedict Cumberbatch hey nice I, I literally said it earlier so I was yeah. like he's surely going to get this one <laughs> and I, I this one is so unlikely I decided it was a funny one <laughs> Who does Homer mistake Tony Blair for in the episode where they go to England? This is the final question. Um, Prince William. <laughs> oh. Should I know? Will I get it? Probably not. I'll give you it. a hint. It's a famous fictional English character. James Bond? <laughs> I, th- I thought you'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> you give up? Uh, yeah. Mr Bean. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's quite funny. Yeah. You actually didn't do too badly because I give you half a point and... So that'll up uh you got seven out of 15. all right yeah almost half you did do that i agree with this so let me do it again yeah i, I like the <laughs> yeah it's fun gonna get progressively better yeah yeah for sure I'm, I'm i'm making you into a hardcore fan but uh yeah we'll, we'll jump into my my news segment first then i guess live from london city well a little bit outside of london city it's simpsons news literally just one piece of news um you maybe not are aware that disney plus have like done a couple of simpsons shorts yes I've oh seen you are i've advertised- watched them but i've seen them on the the thing um. yeah yeah they're just some good ones there's some kind of eh ones um they haven't been too popular with this one has <laughs> are they do you think they're good as i said there's some, some i liked, some i didn't i like the two maggie shorts um yeah. the star wars parody was very eh. it was just kind of like just seeing Maggie do do Star Wars stuff. Uh, There was another episode where it's like celebrating Disney Plus's two-year anniversary and it's like a bunch of Disney characters that go to Moe's. And that one was really not popular with fans. I actually thought it was pretty fun. (laughs) Goofy and Homer get into a fight in it. (laughs) I thought it was entertaining. Um, This episode... This new short will be out in April... Let me see. April 22nd. Um, And it is not fans have not reacted well to it. It's gonna be entitled When Lisa Met Billy and it will see Lisa having a jam session with Billie Eilish and her brother Phineas. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um not very Lisa. Well I thought, I thought she'd like Billie Eilish. She plays I the don't saxophone. Think she would. No? No. Maybe she's a bit too kinda I don't think she likes pop music. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's a fair point actually. Yeah. Um I mean it, it'll definitely be kind of a heavy handed like, oh look, we got Billie Eilish But... I don't I don't hate it because it's not going to be an actual episode of the show. It's just going to be a little short. You know what I mean? Um, but it, it, it's gotten reactions from fans online because the episode of the show that's considered to be the worst episode, and I highly agree, is Lisa Goes Gaga, which is an episode where she meets Lady Gaga, and it's just horrific. Um... And I, I, I don't dislike this, this Lady gag at all I think she's a brilliant musician And a fantastic actress It's just a really weak episode Um, So a lot of people are complaining online Being like Have you learned nothing From the Lisa Goes Gag episode And I agree with this to an extent But I also don't care as much Because it's just a little short You know what I mean yeah. It'll probably be like five minutes long I would be annoyed as well if it was a full-blown episode, but this is going to be a little short on Disney+. Plus, you know what I mean? It might be a bit of fun. At least it's not in the main... Even if it's bad, at least it's not in the main series. Canon of the so. show, yeah, exactly. It doesn't count as much. But yeah, that's coming out April 22nd, so super soon. And that's that's the one piece of news I have. Um, you want to do your episode first? Number Seb's classic. Yeah, Seb's Classic Corner. Uh, this one I do remember from my childhood. Yes, because it's just a, it is a Seb's classic. Oh yeah, um, it's a classic full stop. King size Homer. Yeah, brilliant. Like brilliant episode. You, it, Simpsons doesn't get much better than this. It no. doesn't get better than this. This is like peak Simpsons. It's so so good. Yeah, um, season seven is one of the best seasons. And it made of television me think. I want my Halloween costume to be king size homer oh my god that'd be amazing because for me this is the best homer outfit ever <laughs> this is Which, the it best it was also an outfit and Simpson run I yes remember I remember yeah, this yeah. <laughs> I think it's the best homer outfit ever but, full stop excluding his traditional clothes Oh, it doesn't yeah, count. Yeah, Like, as in, of the things he's dressed up in. Yeah, out. yeah, it's great. What, um, what's it called again? Like a muumu. Yeah. So good. And a little hat. So, this is going to be my Halloween costume if I do it. That'd anything. be amazing. Are you, are you going to go, like, full method and put on weight, or are you just going to get get some stuff No, I'll just get some pillows. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Um, <laughs> I'd be concerned if you're like, I'm going to go dress as King sized for Halloween, so I'm going to become King sized. <laughs> I don't... I, I read up a bit about the episode. Yeah. Um, oh, okay, good. You got some trivia for it. There's me. a... But I wasn't I couldn't remember Which part of the episode It was So you mm. might know Yeah But there's a What's Eating Gilbert Grape Reference What's Eating Gilbert Grape I've seen that movie And I saw this episode yeah, last night. Yeah it's a really good film I don't recall the reference Um I think I've got it here I mean probably To do with like Him being fat And like Gilbert's mom in the movie <laughs> I, I, th- I didn't catch on to it Anyway It says uh, It features cultural references To the world's heaviest twins In the 1993 film What's Eating Gilbert Grape And oh. a soft drink tab Oh, when he goes into the shop to get the moo-moo. Oh. It's it's like, they're like there as mannequins. Yeah, okay. I didn't realise that, was so yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a Wassey Gilbert reference. Yeah, very small. I didn't realise that was a was and Gilbert Grape reference at all, but I, I, I didn't notice the mannequins. Yeah. Um, <laughs> since airing, the episode received positive reviews from fans and television critics. Empire named it the best episode of the series. Damn, Probably. the entire show. Of the series. That, like, series seven. Oh, season seven, okay. okay. Yeah. Um, and it acquired Nielsen rating of 10. The third highest 10 rated 10. show on Fox Network that week. Uh, is it needs like we rated like rating it out of 10? Yeah. Oh, so it gave it 10 out of 10. Okay, damn. And if you ask me if any episodes are 10 out of 10, this is a 10 out of 10. Like somewhere. Like, Would you rank it above Sarah's Burns? No. No. They're both 10s. Yeah. But this is a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Because yeah, it doesn't okay. get better. Fantastic is, episode. It's perfect. It's like, it's a, it's a brilliant Typical Homer episode. Yeah. Like him finding out that he can work from home if, he's, if he weighs 300 pounds so he just goes for it. I love the bit. Uh, obviously the classic like he's got the bird typing why. <laughs> so good. So he nearly causes a nuclear meltdown on yeah. Springfield. Like it has such classic tropes to his episode but it does them all so brilliantly. Yes. Um, one of my favourite bits is when he's getting weighed and he's only 295 pounds. Oh Yeah. And she, he sees, and he takes his belly off the. Oh, that's a different the... part, yeah. He's like, yeah, he's like, oh, that, that means I've lost weight." Oh, the Park gives him a. Yeah, he what sees Maggie it? has oh. has a, a piece of Play-Doh shaped like a donut, and, <laughs> and he's like, hey, "That looks like a donut." He's non-toxic. Yeah, and he's, he's he's already eaten. He's like, oh, well, I guess yeah, that's good. That's a great. <laughs> he already ate it without knowing and, that. It's and then non-toxic. he just ticks over for hundred pounds, and then he realizes his belly is on the like side, yeah. he lifts it off, and he's like three hundred and fifty <laughs> or something. It also has the the, the classic bit where the the, the the classic Simpsons guy, like you know, Mr. Burns awards him the like the ability to work from home, and he leans over the spinners and is like. Smithers <laughs> who is this Kachoon is moron like, That's Homer Simpson sir He's one of your Goons in S- Sector 7G He's like Ah yes Well Simpson <laughs> I just love like How many adventures Mr. Burns has been on With this man and He still doesn't know He <laughs> still so yeah. doesn't know his Even name. by season 7 He should know I know yeah He's been on His baby shot him what's, this that, point. what's that episode Where he Smithers knows like All the Simpsons Apart from Homer You mean Burns Knows all the Simpsons Sorry I yeah know. yeah Oh um that's yeah. That, that is who shot Mr. Burns. Yeah, it's like. Oh, okay. Yeah. They sent him a cake for some reason. I can't remember what the reason was, but he sends like a thank you note back, and, and it's like yeah. he remembers like all the adventures he's been on with them as well. It's like, oh yes, Ma, she worked here for a while. Oh, Bob. Bought you and my son. He was my bit, heir yeah. for a period. Yes. Uh, oh, Maggie, she had my life. My life of uh, Teddy Bear Bobo. I can't remember why she remembered Lisa. Why he remembered Lisa. But yeah, he just he doesn't recognize her. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's such a it doesn't make any sense but you don't care. Like it's just such a funny guy. But <laughs> yeah, that really is like it's so contained as well mm-hmm. in its like own little bubble that episode. It doesn't it's just at home and the power plant and it's just perfect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh such a brilliant episode. Yeah, yeah, good point, yeah, it's so contained. It, it's only in two the only main locations in the episode are two very classic locations yeah. and you don't care. Like, you know, you you don't want any more from uh, it. It's this is brilliant. the sort of episode where like if you were to show an alien the simpsons yeah so true this, like, yeah it's, yeah absolutely it's just perfect it's the simpsons very finest oh it makes I like, loves they're doing the health and safety at the beginning and he's doing push-ups and he's like he's down he's, like one and he goes up two and then he's like oh no homo that's only one a- a push-up <laughs> is is down and up and yeah <laughs> yeah such a such an amazing episode King think it's, like, it's over yeah just even just thinking about that episode even just saying the name Brings me joy. It's such a fantastic episode. Yeah, Uh, I would also give it ten. I would love to get this costume for Halloween. That's a great costume idea. I love it. (laughs) Please, please do, and I'll get. I'll I'll sort out my own Simpsons costume (laughs) for next Halloween. Also, Um, you know I've Gone as Simpsons characters past Halloweens. Hmm? I've gone as Simpsons characters past Halloween. Yeah, I've seen pictures of you as Homer. Yeah, I've gone as Homer and Ned Flanders a different Halloween. My Ned Flanders one didn't turn out quite as well. It was a bit creepy, but uh, still fun. (laughs) Uh, Yeah a um, b- b- bit of trivia or no yeah I, I did the impression first and then the trivia oh yeah give me your impression of the week yes my impression this week is Lenny so as usual oh, yeah. I'll give it's you different. yeah as usual I'll give you four impressions or four quotes and you have to guess which one isn't actually Lenny it's going to be difficult <laughs> yeah, it's th- yeah it's difficult again Ah, oh, my eyes I can't get pudding in it <laughs> um, it's the American tradition to cut people down to size because they've brought so much joy to our lives <laughs> Number three That was so much better than the cinema It makes us the wonder of that movie going With the rush of stealing (laughs) And the final one When a guy who loves America cries It makes him super straight (laughs) Oh wow they are all just really Lenny (laughs) (laughs) I know Can you do it again All of them Yes. Number one Ah my eyes I can't get pudding in it Number two, it's the American tradition to cut people down to size because they've brought so much joy in our lives. Number three, that was so much better than the cinema, it makes us the wonder of movie going with the rush of stealing. <laughs> and number four, when a guy who loves America cries, it makes him super straight. I'm gonna say the first one. The first one? Yeah. Oh, my eyes, I can't get putting in it. <laughs> I'm afraid not. Oh, it was the one. American trad- tradition one. <laughs> oh, that but, was just, yeah. But to be fair, You said they're all very Lenny. That line is Carol. Okay. (laughs) And, like, you could easily transfer any line between the two characters. Yeah, Yeah, because they're kind of the same. (laughs) Yeah. I'm surprised you guessed, oh, my eyes, I can't get putting in it, though. It's a classic. Simpsons say that, like, Lenny just keeps getting, like, shit done to his eyes. Yeah. (laughs) That he has, like, an eye problem because of it. (laughs) He has one episode where... Carolus flings putting at him for no reason. He goes, ah, oh, my eyes, I can't get putting in it. Which is such a great girl because it's like, of course you can, no one can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um, But yes, yes, we're wrapping it up with a little bit of trivia. Actually a more kind of movie related trivia just because when I was doing research for it from the last podcast I found some more interesting ones. Ones I actually didn't know myself previously. Um, Two episodes of the show were nearly an episode. So one um, is actually producer James Villa Brooks wanted Camp Krusty to be expanded into a movie because of how impressed he was with the final cut of the episode. But the writers argued that they had a tough time making the episode 20 minutes because they had to extend a bunch of jokes um, in order to make it a required 20-minute episode. So for that reason they didn't see it as the possibility I mean, to make it into a movie. <laughs> as much as I'm doing it would be against that being a film, it mm. would be a cool film. Yeah, I, I, I could have seen it working, but I, I I understand their reasoning as well. And it's a great episode. But um, yeah, I, I, I get why they didn't at the same time. Um, another early draft for the movie found the family working together to save a family of manatees, um, which was eventually scrapped and turned into a season 17 episode entitled Bonfire of the Manatees. Um, so yeah, those are two episodes that, well, that, that episode was like from seasons, seasons and seasons, the kind of crusty one. Seasons ago before they even made a movie that he, he liked, it, so he, he wanted to make it a movie. This one, I guess, was a, was originally a draft, but they decided to just make it an episode instead. And then the final bit was related to, like, the, them, this is after the movie was made, and they were thinking, making sequels. and um, was Al Gene and James L. Brooks pitched a sequel idea, seeing the family being abducted by aliens and going to Kang Colas' planet. Um, They decided against it, feeling that fans would consider the episode to be non-canon, and it instead became a season 26 episode entitled The Man Who Became Dinner. Okay. It's actually a fantastic episode, and I totally wouldn't have been against that becoming a movie, but I can understand the argument of, like, Mm -hmm. people would have, you know, maybe thought it was a triage of horror or something. They wouldn't consider it a proper, like, in line with the actual show. You know what I mean? But, um... Yeah, yeah. I, I I thought those were those were some cool facts. A bunch of episodes that nearly became movies, basically. Yeah. That sums it up really. Very interesting. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um so that sums it up. Yeah. Well guys, thank you thank you all for listening. This was a fun, like loose um podcast. Nice um, finale. Yeah, nice finale, exactly. And um that's it. After this being said we're gonna kill ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> you see us in hell for season thirty two. Free. yeah yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> a hell exclusive podcast uh satan's given us a big one big big bucks for it um i'm touching wood for no reason but um yeah thank you guys for listening um we'll be back um next week i guess with the first episode the brand season. new season yeah yeah the first episode well, the season is not brand new but this this podcast season yeah it's re- relatively new but yeah a new season of this podcast um it's been a pleasure doing the podcast with you. It has been a you, pleasure. Sir, We're shaking hands. Shaking hands, and I look forward to jumping into a full season with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's gonna. It's exciting. Yeah. It's yeah. Exciting. It's gonna be super fun. I like, it'll, it'll be great when we get to this as well, and it'll be just. Yeah. We will have all a lot of it, to, so it'll be yeah. both of us jam like, you know, breaking up the whole season together. Yeah. That'll be really fun. But yeah, but the, un, until then, guys, stay tuned and um, be careful. Be be safe. Yeah. Yeah. Please, because we need viewers. <laughs>